0: Welcome to another edition of Baseball and Beyond. It's uh, presented by Masses Restaurants, five locations in St. Louis. You can find them at stlmasses.com. We'll talk about my favorite restaurant and my title sponsor in a minute, but I am excited. I always say this. I only interview people I want to talk to, but I'm really excited today. Stuttering John is on the phone with me. I, I just think I've this could be a career highlight, John. Hello.
1: Hello. Well, thanks a lot, man.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm a huge fan. I, uh, I followed your career, obviously, from your internship all the way uh, through your uh, days at The Tonight Show. So uh, you're going to be in town at uh, Hey Guys Comedy Club here in St. Louis, Fairview Heights. So you're doing some stand-up comedy now. Um, how How's that going? I know you were doing that during your Stern days. It used to seem to, to bug your boss a little bit that you were doing that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're still yeah, out doing this. You know, it's so funny. I've I've been
1: writing about it. I'm writing a book about um, like all the things you mentioned that did the Stern Show and and the Tonight Show and uh, and that was the one. Like that was one of the things that was. I think odd. and although Howard doesn't seem to remember that he would get irritated. Um, you know, when people would do outside things, but you know. But he, but he did and you know, you know I, I mean he would and then you know and then it was tough for us cause, because that, that was a way that we could make some money because we weren't making any money there you know
0: I, you know it's funny that you said you're re- writing a book because I did I actually did research for this interview and I'm like man John should do it he should write a book and then uh, I see that you're writing a book that'll be good is this a tell all yeah pretty much it's, uh, you know it's a it's a motivational
1: comic romp through my life uh <laughs> pardon me Um, but uh, it's like um, you know for being like this abused stutterer who you know ends up becoming the announcer on the tonight show so it has a a good you know inspirational kind of message to but then that being said it's also all the real stories of Howard and you know the real stories of the, the tonight show and you know all that happened like the whole Conan thing and you know like everything you know, everything is pretty much, and, you know, like, thankfully, you know, my memory is pretty, pretty damn good, so, um, you know, uh, I think it'll be a, a fun and interesting read.
0: So, now, for a while, I thought you guys, you and Howard, were okay, you kind of would go back and forth, uh, it seemed like you guys kind of kind of buried the hatchet, how how are we in 20, uh,
1: 2018? Well, you know, I mean, we're, you know, we're okay, I mean, I emailed him, sorry, man, I just show a couple a while ago, so I'm just yawning. I to, I got up early, like uh, I got to, to get up early today. i has been a burn bag early, but um, uh, what was I gonna say? say uh, oh, it, uh, how are we now? I don't. I mean, I guess we're okay, but you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna like the book, and it, you know, it's not like hey, I'm just gonna call Howard and you know an a hole, and you know, and that's it. It's, it's not gonna just be, like it's not. I mean, the motivation is not, okay, let's, you know, write a book and bash Howard, but, you know, look, it's going to be candid, and and I can't not tell stories that happened that were, you know, that were true, that where Howard was not really, you know, he wasn't uh, the nicest guy. And uh, there were things that he did that were kind of uh you know they were you know they were kind of shady and and and, and wrong and uh you know you know that th- i'm gonna talk about them I, I mean it's not like you know i mean you know I, I know jackie just had a book i don't know how much he covered about it but you know i mean gary and i used to joke around and, talk, and say that you know that we were working for the firm you know because You know, it was one of those things. It was just, it was, you know, like you didn't know what Howard you were gonna get, and there are a lot of times where Howard would be, you know, get angry at you and just, just, just lay into you and say horrible, horrible things. And you know, and And even after I left, he would do the same thing and just the same, you know, things that he, he used to say to me when I was there. And it's, and it's. There's only so much that you can take of of that kind of you know you know verbal abuse before you, you know, like start going all right I, I got to get out of here you know and that's and that's what happened to me is I mean you know I told I told what would be my wife as soon as uh, you know I started dating her, I said I I got to get out of here and that was only five years in to the Stern Show because I just you know I didn't like to hear like. Howard tell me what a loser I was every day. You know, after a while, you're just like, you know, all right. It, uh, you know, it, it kind of starts, you know, like eating at you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, he didn't use the robo spanker on you though, right? There's no hashtag me too stuff coming, right? Or no? Maybe he <laughs> did.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I you know, like there, and there's also a lot of good things to say about him. I mean, the guy gave me my start I'm grateful, for, you know, to him uh, for that. And and, you know, and we had a lot of fun. So it's. You know, it's not. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not like okay, I'm gonna just, you know, call Howard an a-hole, and that's it. It's, it's, you know, it's like everyone's flawed. I mean, I'm flawed, and, uh, and you know, and you know, and so is Howard, and you know, and I'll address those things.
0: I'm, I'm gonna buy the book. You've just sold it. Thank you. I, I think <laughs> the thing that I thought every, when I was watching this, I grew up watching you guys. I grew up listening to you guys, and uh, I always felt like he would literally come off the air and go, oh. you you know that was just on the air, right? He and he'd even say that. Yeah, you, you know this is just my personality on the air. But you could tell it's like how much can how much can you be called Baba Booey or told that your teeth are too big or told you're a stutter like you said the stuttering thing um, before you just say this is terrible. This isn't fun.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean. I mean, uh, uh, I'm so sorry that I'm yawning. i you know, it's it's like it's like contagious. As soon as I start you, it's um, it has nothing to do with you,
0: Brad. Yeah, I thought I put <laughs> you to sleep. This would be a first. Usually, I'm... no, 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 no. <laughs> it's um, you know, like, and as far as like, I can speak
1: for myself, but I, I I'm pretty sure Gary would agree. I mean, it, it wasn't the Baba Booey stuff. It wasn't. I mean, he didn't. Uh, Gary doesn't care about that. I mean, it, it, it was. It, it's more of the you're a loser. You know, you're worthless. You know, uh you know what I mean. Like the only reason you know, you know, you, you know, you, you you can't ever get a job anywhere else. You know, you know, you don't have any talent, and just like saying stuff like that is it, just you know. I mean, look, the guy told me to abort my first kid because I wasn't fit to be a dad while my wife was just like six, seven months pregnant, you know. It, it, it you know, like, just, stuck, you know, and it wasn't like after the show he'd come up to you and say he was just kidding, he never did that. You know, and
0: yeah, as and a, I... You know, but that's what's crazy. As a yeah. listener, you kind of take you guys as characters and you just kind of laugh as as we're listening. We're like, oh, yeah, stuttering John, a board is ha ha but you forget, you guys are not characters. You're actually really real people.
1: Yeah, and like you're not I Beetlejuice. No, and I didn't care about Howard goofing on my stutter or anything like that. I, I, there are a lot of things I really didn't care, but it was just the things where, like, there was one time you know I I didn't agree with him on something, and he said if if I don't say he's right and I'm wrong, then I'm fired. You, you know, it, it's almost like you're kind of bullied in a way where you just you know he's the boss you know and, and the hard part is that you looked up to him you know like for me i was a i was a huge fan of his so you know like i looked up to him at the same time so he let's like you know and you know and i was you know i was beaten up by my dad and and and, and and now it just seemed like I walked into a job i it was a, you know it was the same kind of behavior although it well, was I would never hit anybody but you know and, and you know you just got beaten up on the air and it and it didn't uh it didn't just, didn't exactly help your esteem
0: <laughs> no and that's funny it's cr- it's I'm just thinking back about how I used to l like i said listen to this thing every day have Plenty of recordings of all And it, 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 as I think back about it, it was, it is abusive. It totally is. Um, but you don't think about that. At, you're just kind of laughing, you know. He doesn't abuse Robin, but then Fred and Gary and Artie and Jackie, you guys just literally just had to take it because, ah eh, this is fun. You know, it's like, you know, we're just having fun here, but we can't really say anything back. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, and, and then there were times like,
1: like, uh, I was just in El Paso doing stand up, and it was a guy who, uh he showed me a tape of where I was fighting. Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. There was a there was a time where I, I did fight Howard Back, and I'm like, really? And he and he played it for me. I'm like, yeah, Alan. I'm like, holy crap! I actually did go head to head with him sometimes, but it, it didn't matter. Like, it's just, you know, he he's got I mean, he's got to understand. He's the one in the power position. He's the boss. You know, so at the end of the day, he has to win because. You know, if we—God we have we don't—I mean, you know—we would be out of a, a job, and that's how it seems. You know, so it, it, it's just one of those things. I mean, it, yeah. In any, in any, any—if—if if that was going on today, uh, I, I'm sure it, I'm sure it would
0: be called out. You know, because it, it would definitely sound like his people were
1: being bullied. You know what I mean?
0: You would AJ Benza him.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you know i i recently um uh, uh you know became friends with a j he uh came on my podcast and uh and he asked me to slap him so it would be even and i'm i was like uh unwilling to do it he's like john just do it do it and do it hard because you know i deserve it so i did and i slapped him on in the face and uh and I guess now we're
0: even, and and uh, you know AJ and, and I are friends. Well, I'm I'm sad about that. I like that you, you kind of took it. <laughs> I, I always wondered about how. I mean, I tr- I never really tried to call in, but maybe once or twice. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna call in. How did people get through? I mean, you always had your your you know your whack packers getting through, which was obviously they. I don't know. Did they have a special number, but how how would no, like no, a- I, I mean, I was. Reading- calls all the time. I mean, you get through if you said something
1: uh, interesting or something like against somebody <laughs> on the show or, you know, and then if you wanted to kiss Howard's ass, sometimes I'd put that through because, you know, there's a chance he picked that up and then I and then I would get a lot of the Whack Packers on the phone. So, I mean, i I'd put it this way, Jeff the Drunk, I would put on hold and type it into Howard's computer and for nine months, I would, I would say, nine, as Gary would say, I would, like, I would tell Howard, uh, you should pick this guy up. He's great. And Howard would never pick him up. And finally he picked him up. And that guy became a huge, you know, uh, star of the whack pack, you know, j- drunk. But I mean, you know, I would, you know, I'd find these guys all the time. It was like, uh, I'd call it, you know, I, I was fishing for humans, you know.
0: You mentioned Gary, and he's—I guess—he's still there, right? I mean, it's amazing. How often do you uh, do you talk to Gary? And I got to say, man, that pitch against the Mets that that in two thousand nine, he deserved everything he got that day because that was so miserable. I know it's terrible. They were talking about making fun of a human being. But man, Artie and Howard and anyone who called—that was <laughs> incredibly. I gotta say, I, I, that's probably when I stopped listening was when Artie left. But man, that was a funny day on the show. But uh. oh,
1: yeah. oh, God! I mean, that's one of my regrets is that I left before that happened because I would have, I would have loved to have been there, that. I mean, you know, see, that's what I mean. Like, you know, goofing on something like that—that's harmless. I mean, that's something you did, and, and you know. That, I mean, I, you know, I would love those moments. You know, like you know, goofed on Gary was one of my favorite test times. I mean, I, and and I, that's why I said I don't mind being goofed on. It doesn't, it, it, you know. I mean, like just so just so we get it, just so it's clear, I, I don't mind, you know, you know, getting called hero the stupid and all that stuff. I don't mind that. It's just when it becomes like personal, where right? you know, like that's when it, it, you know, it bothers me. But yeah, I mean, as far as I that pitch, I mean, he threw it into right field, I mean, <laughs> and I can just imagine his kids were there, and, and oh, God, it's just typical,
0: typical Baba oh, Bully. Oh, and the, the stupid tape, why would he, I mean, 25 grand was not worth that to give that tape up, his personal life's annoying. Yeah, annoying, yeah, in
1: my book, I have, uh, his chapter is uh, The Good, the Bad, and the Bully, and it's uh, chapter nine. <laughs> And uh, I'm gonna try and make it so it will it will land on it. It'll be chapter nine. But uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> Gary. the anyway, I mean that's why like people like hey, you know, uh, you know, they, they, like say Gary has a great memory. He, he doesn't have a great memory. I mean, he might have a great memory for bands. Like he's like a music. You know, he's. I mean, like he's you know he's an idiot savant like you know without the savant like Hank the angry dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but put this way, if he has such a great memory, I mean, the guy collected animation cells that he couldn't remember what his favorite character was. <laughs> I mean, it's come on.
0: <laughs> but this is why I really wanted to talk to you. I love that show and that dynamic because you guys, you just stole his puppet and then he told you you were fired. These practical jokes are the meanest things you could possibly do to people. And Howard just sitting there conducting, watching you guys go at each other. That was. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's the
1: thing. I mean, you know, and again,
0: like, I mean, it was my idea
1: to steal the puppet. I mean, I, I, you know, it it was very simple. We were in the studio, and and Gary was going to bring the puppet to an appearance in Jersey. And then Jackie was like, hey, Howard, you know, you know, you know, maybe we can rig it that the puppet breaks, and I said, no, guys, I'll just steal it. And then Howard said, you know, John, you did you, you pull that off? I go, yeah, I definitely can pull it off. And, uh, you know, I did. I <laughs> I showed up a little early. You know, I, you know, I talked to the young I said, at some point, you know, just like take Gary, you know, like like 110 in the afternoon, like take Gary for a tour of your place, and I'm gonna send somebody in there to, you know, to snatch it. And, uh, and I did, and then we got in the car and took off, and then Howard and I were on the phone all weekend. This is where Howard and I, uh, you know, uh, uh, they started to bond, and we were laughing our ass off. And then Gary would call me and go, John, just be honest, did you take the puppet? I'm, I'm freaking out here. And, uh, and I was like, God, I, no. I, you know, you know I'm here with my girlfriend, and of course I didn't. And then I call Howard back, and we laugh another freaking half hour. But I'm was
0: sweating his ass off about it. That's what's I, you know that 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 actually led to my buddy stealing my bike, and they they kept it for six six months, and then rode it past me, and it was they were just laughing hysterically. I found no no humor in it whatsoever. But they literally did it because of that prank, and they just said, "Hey, Gary Puppet." <laughs> That's all they said to me, and I was like. That's not wait, funny. Didn't find wait, it. Like,
1: first of all, six months is cruel. <laughs> and, and second of all, is it a bicycle or a motorcycle? Yeah,
0: it was like a five hundred dollar, you know, trek mountain bike. But it was like oh, i okay. bought it for all the right. summer. I'd never had a bike and they just stole it, so But I love <laughs> well, it. I'm enjoying just look at, I mean, these are these are making me laugh, think about these. You and then well, you did you did the interviews, so you do, you know, Billy Crystal and Walter Cronkite. I mean you had to love. Did you love that? I mean, did you you get to interview some of these big names? Yet you got to stutter in their face and ask the most ridiculous questions. I'm trying to de- decide if that's great or or terrible or a bunch of both. What, what, I mean, as you look back, do you think, man, that was funny? Just asking Tommy Lasorda to catch every part in your face. It, it, you know,
1: it, it, it's. I'm telling you, when I I, I
0: heard, you know. Uh, the
1: guy before me, his name was uh, Mitch, and he was a friend of mine at NYU. And when I heard him doing it, I'm like, "Wow, I could do that!" Because all my life, I, you know, you know, put it this way, and I, this was in Howard's book. Okay, it's in mine too. But you know, you know, on my fifth grade report card, the teacher wrote to my mother, "John tends to ask outrageous and penetrating questions in class, and stutters when excited." I mean that I mean that was she literally wrote my resume for Howard's Dirt, I mean and I was I was always asking crazy questions. I never had a problem with it so this was like the perfect job for me. And um you know I liked I liked it. I thought it was like the like a the great a comedy bit like an SNL thing and uh you know and although there was some where I felt bad, you know, and then and, but, I mean, for the most part, it was like it was hysterical Hearing Cronkite scold me because I used the term... Uh, frigate. Yeah, yeah. Fr- frigate. And, <laughs> and he's scolding me for like 10 minutes. And, what's going on? with mean, Florida's to say, and they use a word like frigate. You, know? you know, and I'm just like... <laughs> it's just, it, it was great. It was gold.
0: Uncle, I mean, it was... Uncle Walter. You know, <laughs> what's that? Uncle Walter scolding, stuttering yeah, John. Yeah, what world
1: are we totally in? totally fucking... You know, it was just awesome. I mean, you know, these people, it was, it, it was amazing how these people really didn't get, didn't get the joke at all. You know, I mean, until Billy, but, I mean, I, you know, I talk about the interviews on stage and, you know, and, and, you know, I, I talk about a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, I'm going to be at Hey Guys. Um, but let me ask you, I used to play
0: the funny bone in St. Louis is, it's, but is that, did Hey Guys become, you know, did they take that over or something. So, there, the funny bone is still in St. Louis proper. So, it's on the actual other side of the river in St. Louis. The funny bone used there used to be another funny bone in Illinois, but now uh, that is gone. And Hey guys is is there? And Hey guys, uh, yeah, no, I know. But 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 wasn't the funny bone that was in Illinois like you know wasn't that in February Ikes as well? It was, yes, and it's it's closed down. And I, I think it's uh, like a Noah's. Oh, uh, so you know? it wasn't the same. Pl- it wasn't the same place. No.
1: No, oh, they, I okay. think it's it's yeah, you're yeah.
0: gonna be like it i've I've gone to hey Guys, I've seen Kevin Farley and Dustin Diamond there, so you're following some great company and uh and it's a fun place you'll like the room it's it's usually it's packed they make very stiff stiff drinks <laughs> so the oh, the, the people will enjoy that but yeah, so you're on stage that's what you talk about are huh? you kinda gonna run through the career a little bit well yeah i I talk about stuttering
1: and I talk about uh you know, the interviews and I, you know, I talk about my personal life and, and, you know, everything from the Kardashians to, you know, to the tonight show, you know, it's like, you know, I, I cover everything. So, you know, I mean, and it's, uh, you know, I talk about marriage and childbirth and, uh, children and, you know, everything. I mean, you know, it's actually, you know, it's, it's a fun show. And, um, you know, I've been doing this now for, I don't know 18 years uh i started out as a host uh, and then i got myself up to a midler and then uh i finally became a headliner you know so it's been a long uh thing and uh i worked hard at it and i think uh, you'll see you know when you see me um you'll be a pretty surprise you know
0: yeah, all weekend at Hey Guys Comedy Club this weekend it's, it's going to be great see you've lost the stutter so I think most people know what you got a vocal coach when you went to the Tonight Show how to? we, we, we kind of want to hear the st- 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 stutter a little bit John
1: <laughs> yeah I know some people would get angry at me on, like you know when they would come to my comedy shows and I and didn't stutter they get pissed off but you know I do stutter occasionally and even during this interview I couldn't say you helped me on the Cronkite where the F uh, uh, you know, see, I, I can't say it right now. Friggin', um, yeah, friggin'. See, you know, I I stutter a little bit. There was some confidence that I have problem, with, like when I was trying to say, uh, Mitch. You know the you know my friend at NYU. The M's are very difficult. I mean, so I do stutter. I'm just I become a master at at like knowing the tricks and how to hide it. You know and i'm a walking thesaurus if i can't say great i'll say you know uh you know amazing i'll I'll say anything you know just whatever is easier like without even skipping a beat so it's uh it i've become pretty pretty damn good at it and it's and it's funny because you know i had to teach myself all these tricks and then they i saw that movie the king speech and they knew those folks freaking, freaking, what, a hundred years ago. I mean, like, where the hell would these speech therapists, you know, when I was going to school?
0: I think it's more tired, John, instead of stuttering, John, these days, it sounds like. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just a, Yawning, John. Yeah. Well, well, I will say I had two uh, small strokes, so they put me on, uh, I, I know, it's because I'm so, like, I can't believe that I, it would happen, but I, I guess because I had, I had, like, really high cholesterol and high blood pressure so he put me on all this medication so um, you, know, you know that's why I like I like I
0: just get tired you know easy which um, is uh, but hey if it keeps me alive <laughs> I'm glad I made fun of it that's a great that's a great host <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so just a couple couple more minutes here for I just didn't want I did want to ask you about being on The Tonight Show and just kind of that job and working with Jay Leno I know people uh, who didn't listen to Howard saw you on there, and um, just tell me a little bit about what it was like to just literally go from being on this incredibly anti-PC show to being on, you know, The Tonight Show that was the the franchise and being their their announcer and doing kind of the stuff and 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 was try, was Jay trying to piss Howard off by taking you or did he did he say hey I liked what I saw when he was on the show? Tell me a little bit about that battle because man Howard well, Howard still I'm hates. Not- him the real story of it is that
1: a segment producer uh, who was there, Dave Berg had, you know, he was watching me on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And he was the one who thought, wow, this guy would be great. You know, you know, on our show. And then he had the executive producer, uh, Debbie watch. And, and they really liked me on that show. And then, and then they, booked me as a guest on the tonight show and i was a guest and you know i you know i made everyone laugh and i did you know a good job i did a good appearance and after the segment the executive producer and head writer offered me a job and initially it was just as a correspondent and i had to turn it down because you know i talked to gary and i talked to robin and you know i tried talking out about it and he and he refused to talk to me So I turned that down twice, which just killed me because you know I went to NYU and majoring in film and television. I mean, it's my dream to be on a freaking you know a television show of that stature, and I turned it down. And this is what the weird thing is: is like I'm turning this down. Meanwhile, I'm on the air with Howard and he's telling me that nobody wants me and I'm a loser, you know. But um, then finally, the the head writer, uh, you know, actually uh, him and his wife, they come up with the idea of me being the announcer, because they, you know, they weren't thrilled with the announcer then, they had, and uh, that it was enough money for, for me to leave. So, it wasn't Jay's, like, it wasn't like Jay had anything to do with the, the decision process. It was more of the executive producer and the head writer. It was, I mean, Jay was asked, and he said, fine, you know, because Jay liked me, and when the time came, Jay asked me, hey, do you want me to, you know, call Howard, and I said, no, I should you know, I should tell him I thought that it would be proper since you know, Howard gave me my start, I owed him that and then Howard went off you know, for years on Jay and Jay really didn't do anything it wasn't, I mean, he He, tried to do everything, everything right and you know, what was, you know like, you know, and it's so weird so many people move jobs I mean, look at, you know Strahan, you know, he goes from kelly and michael to good morning america i mean people leave jobs all the time i don't know why it would be such a big deal that it, you know and unfathomable that i would leave you know and it's like you know i th- th- even with that again i call howard a hypocrite because you know he left k-rock to go to you know to, to to go to Sirius. you know like why is it okay for him to leave things but it ain't okay for me <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's it's very interesting. The more you talk about it, yeah, it's it's. But no one can leave, which is which is crazy. But uh, well, yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> you tell me one person, me, Jackie, Grillo. You tell me one person who's left and is actually on good terms now. I mean, we're all banned from the show. I mean, you know that's and even Gary. If Gary talks to me, you know he swears at me in secrecy because he's afraid. Because they're not even allowed to talk to us, you know. Their staff now is not allowed to talk to us, and it's like, you know, I'll put it this way: there, they have a writer there now who I helped get the job, and he was a writer. He was a, a writer's assistant on the Tonight Show, and he was a friend of mine, and I helped get him the job there. And he came out to L.A. and he and he visited all his friends, and he would not even. Visit me because was afraid to, to hang out with me. That he would, you know, that he'd get in trouble
0: with Howard. <laughs> Sounds like a concentration camp up there. at serious. I don't yeah, know what's going yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a real, it's a real sick place. I mean,
1: you know, I, I've I've spoken to, you know, I've done extensive, uh, believe it or not, I have a lot of research um, on what goes on there now, and what has what Howard has become, and and I mentioned it in the book. It, it's It's sad in a way. He's become everything everything that he once goofed on. He's become everything that he once loathed. I mean, and it's just sad to see the transformation. I mean, some of it is good because he's making up with all the people that and there's another hypocrisy. You know, he's making up with all these celebs like, you know, Rosie O'Donnell and and all the all these celebrities that he once trashed, Jennifer Aniston. But yet he won't make up with us. He won't make up with the Stutter and John and Jackie the Junkmans who helped helped him in in the like it's not like look, he gave him my start. He he certainly helped me. But nobody's gonna tell me I didn't help him by, you know, doing the interviews and being you know, the the Esther and you know, you know, doing stunts like stealing the, like Gary Puppet. But I look I helped him with, with, with some damn good <laughs> Radio, there's a stutter. I wanted to give you one so you didn't think I was a fraud.
0: <laughs> that was good. Uh, well, I, when you left, it was an end of an era, and it's sad. And uh, I, I did listen while Artie was there. How's Artie? You talked to Artie at all, just real quick? You know, Artie and
1: I have had like, you
0: know, and this is this. This
1: goes to to be the same with a lot of people. I mean, even if he, like my friend pointed out, if you Google Artie and Howard, it'll be like one day. Artie loves Howard. The next day, Artie's saying Howard's the biggest piece of S, you know, going. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, which is why I'm not cursing. Yeah, but curse
0: away. It's fine.
1: Okay, well, anyway, so, uh, like, Artie goes from, like, and that's how it was with me. I mean, Artie will be like, I love John. John's great. And then, then the next day, you know, John's an idiot, and like, he just goes back and forth. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm just over it. I, I don't even... You know, it just, you know, as soon as he got on the Kumiya show, you know, I I knew he was going to corrupt Anthony because I was on Anthony's show so many times and we had such a blast. And, you know, the producers and everyone told me, like, you know, you know how well we were together and Anthony knew how well we were. But as soon as Artie gets there, it just becomes the trash John hour. And that's that seems to be all all, all, like all they do now. So I, I don't really. Talked already. I wish him well. I don't know how much longer he's got on this planet, but uh, you know, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't hate the guy. I just, you know, I, I don't talk to him now. And I, I he, he, you know, he's a troubled guy. He's got a drug problem. I mean, I do his podcast and you know do Anthony show, and and Artie's nose is bleeding from you know snorting heroin. So I mean, you know, the guy is on a death wish. So. You know, you you gotta feel bad for him that, you know, that he hates his life that much, that he's gotta, you know, like, do drugs, and, you know, I don't know, like, literally try and kill himself, that's what he's doing, and he's doing it in front of people's, you know, so people can sit and watch him, They're like, I won't watch Anthony's show, because I don't want to watch Artie die, and that's, and that's just what it is, is Artie, you know, he's like, talking in the nasally, and his big nose, from the, all, all the, you know, all the heroin that he's snorting, it's just, I mean, the guy's trying to kill himself, I mean, and it's sad that that, that that he doesn't have some good friends out there to just intervene, but I guess, he, you know, he, he just he just doesn't care. Yeah,
0: well, what an uplifting way to end the show here today. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Look, look, I, I'll say, Artie's one of the
1: funniest guys I've ever met, and, you know, and, you know, Artie and I had some great, great times together, and we had some great times on the air, and... uh you know, he was became my best friend on the show, and he was the one who I confided in before anybody that I was leaving the Stern Show to go to the, the Tonight Show. And just to give you, a, I'll give you a funny story. It, <laughs> Artie knew that I was leaving um, the Stern Show in March, and I had come up with this bet with Artie that he couldn't hit um, a, a fastball thrown by a softball female softball pitcher. So that was gonna happen in Vegas in April and now you know Artie knew I'd be out of there in March and we had a thousand dollar bet so 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 while we were talking about the bet on the air Artie starts going John put the thousand on the table put it on Howard's desk now put it the put it on his desk now and I'm like I'm like why and Howard's like why Artie John, if John loses, he'll pay you in Vegas and Artie's like, no, just tell them to put on the test there Because <laughs> Artie knew I wasn't going to be there with them in Vegas. <laughs> I have
0: to go back and listen to that. I, I also- yeah,
1: it's so funny. And I knew, and Artie, I knew why Artie was doing it, but Howard had no clue. And it's hysterical. But that's the kind of thing. Like Artie and I really had so much fun on the air. But I'll tell you this: if any fan wants to watch, literally my favorite hour on the Stern Show. And, and that involves Artie was it, me and Artie and it's after we got back from I think uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio doing stand up and I, I go over the first half hour was me going over what Artie ordered at the Steak and Shake drive through it was literally like freaking half the menu and I goof on Artie for a while but then I talk about how I drank orange juice and there were maggots in it <laughs> and, I, and I start like you know like you know like going to throw up and, and you know and making those noises that you do before you drop Artie then immediately thinks i'm trying to get a, <laughs> a lawsuit against tropicana and he starts goofing on me and it literally after the after the hour scott the Pace, the director pulled me aside after i got out of the studio and john that is in my top 10 of funniest hours ever on the third show so if you want to google it just google stutter and john Artie. Orange juice and maggots, and I'm telling you,
0: if you YouTube it, it, it is the funniest hour uh, that you'll hear. I'm telling I, you. I can do Artie what he was doing. He goes that Continental, oh, Continental Airlines. Oh. <laughs> it, it was funny, yeah, exactly. Man, it was, exactly. Uh, do you remember that one? Oh right? yeah, totally. I, like I said, I I was 98 through about 2009. I was a I was a loyalist, so I I had these things playing. When you guys were off, I'm like, all right, let's go find another, uh, let's find an old clip to listen to. So, yeah, I mean, you guys just, man, you guys made me laugh nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, are you going to come to the show and, um, you know, at, at Hey Guys? Definitely going to get over there, try to get over there. I think uh, the Saturday night one sounds uh, sounds like it's going to be a blast.
1: Well, look, if you come to the late show
0: on Saturday night,
1: then then we'll hang after. And I can tell you some more inside stuff with Artie and I, what. Things that we would do on the air that nobody knew, that like our little things that we would do, you know, that we were really, it was just a funny, you know, we really had a good time on the air
0: together. I am uh, going to now make that uh, a point to, to find you. Um, I pre- I had so much fun. I did The last thing, it says U.S. Senate. You're running for the U.S. Senate. Is this true?
1: well you know it was it was
0: a it was a goof and then i like started seriously
1: thinking about it but uh you know i'm not, no i okay. i'm not uh you know you know it, i mean already already you know I, I ran away with it and just but it, it was it, you know it started out as a goof then i started thinking about it but no no i'm you know i'm not doing All it right. and it's and uh but, but you know it would come on it would be funny Like. You know, if you thought that, like, oh, sorry, if you thought that Ted Cruz is, uh,
0: had a long filibuster, imagine mine. That's the <laughs> p- 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 filibuster, right? <laughs> exactly. It take me ten minutes just to say filibuster. You guys had, well, Mary Mary <laughs> Carey ran for governor, so I guess Stuttering John for... Well, sentences. now uh, uh, Sex and the City's Cynthia Nixon is running in New York. Yeah, anybody can run. It's crazy. Yeah, now The
1: Rock is going to run for president. Oprah might run for president. You know, I mean, Trump has opened the... Uh, you know, now everybody, you know, just wants to run. So, uh, you know, but no, I, I'm uh, I, I'm too busy with the book. And I, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm up to 335 pages now. And I know we're probably going to have to get it down to 300, but I'm not even done yet. I, I hand it in at the end of March, and it comes out October 16th. So uh, there you go.
0: Great. Just in time for Christmas. Uh, I'll be reading that, and everybody in St. Louis should go see. Stuttering John at hey guys, I, I laughed uh, more on this podcast than I have in a long time, so this was, was fun just catching up and I think uh, I think I'm gonna see you on Saturday night. We're gonna have some fun and I definitely want to hear some more uh, more stories because I, I love this stuff and I like I said I can I can quote stuff that you guys have done. I remember all of it. so that's what's funny is to kind of hear the behind the scenes. you
1: know I'm flattered that you listened and you know St. Louis has been very good to me. like I said, I've done Samba there a bunch of times. So hopefully you guys will come out and see me. Oh, and you can follow me on Twitter at StutteringJohnM or go to my website, StutteringJohnMelendez.com just to see where I'm performing. And thank you, Brad, so much for having me on.
0: a pleasure. Thank you, John.